सो वी आर डूइंग कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर टेन वर्स ट्वेंटी टू माई डियर चाइल्ड योर फादर हैज़ ऑलरेडी बीन प्योरीफाइड जस्ट बाय द टच ऑफ माई बॉडी एट द टाइम ऑफ इज डेथ नंद लेस द ड्यूटी ऑफ अ सन इज टू परफॉर्म द श्राद्ध रिचुअलिस्टिक सेरेमनी आफ्टर इज फादर्स डेथ सो दैट इज फादर मे बी प्रमोटेड टू अ प्लानिटरी सिस्टम वेर ही मे बिकम अ गुड सिटीजन एंड अ डिवोटी सो हियर वी रिमेंबर येस्टरडे वॉट वी वर डूइंग प्रहलाद महाराज was advised by the lord saying that his father that is hiranyakashyap has been given freedom has been given moksha but a person doesn't get moksha unless and until the ritualistic ceremonies are performed so he says that just after death whatever ritualistic ceremonies that needs to be performed should be done after performing the ritualistic ceremony take charge of your father's kingdom sit upon the throne and do not be disturbed by the materialistic activity please keep your mind fixed upon me without transgressing the injunctions of the vedas as a matter of formality you may perform your particular duties so what is he advised by the dear lord can okay, just close the door he has been told that the ritualistic ceremonies have to be performed and after that the lord can just sit on the he can sit on the throne the lord is advising him to sit on the throne okay and then because he is sitting on the throne he is supposed to be involved in the material world because you are involved in the material world what happens he is going to get into materialistic activities and the moment the materialistic activity happens the senses are drawn the mind is drawn towards material things whatever that you do in the material world and after that what happens you lose everything so he says don't worry you can be in the material world do your materialistic activities but keep your mind fixed on me without transgressing the vedas that means the vedas are the rule book you have to follow the rule book and perform exactly as per the rule book and doing all the duties that are necessary shri narad mooring continued thus as the supreme personality of god had ordered prahlad maharaj performed the ritualistic ceremony of the father o king yudhishthir he then enthroned the kingdom of hiranyakashyap as directed by the brahmanas lord brahma surrounded by other demigods were bright faced because the lord was pleased thus he offered prayer to the lord with transcendental words lord brahma said o supreme lord of all the lords proprietor of the entire universe O benedictor of all the living entities O original person that is Adi Purusha because of our good fortune we have now killed the sinful demon who was giving trouble to the entire universe this demon Hiranyakashyap received from me the benediction that he would not be killed by any living being within my creation with his assurance and with strength derived from austerities and mystic power he became excessively proud and transgressed all the vedic injunctions by great fortune hiranyakashyap's son prahlad maharaj has now been released from death for although he is a child he is an exalted devotee now he is fully under the protection of your lotus feet my dear lord o supreme personality of godhead you are the supreme soul if one meditates upon your transcendental body you naturally protect him from all sources of fear even the imminent danger of death 
so in this last so many lines it was mentioned how hiranyakashyap was killed by narsimha by narsimha and after going through the entire ceremony which was necessary for the release of that particular being brahma ji is saying that on top of all these things the lord has been kind enough to grant that particular demon freedom that is hiranyakashyap has been granted freedom by the divine lord now how does he do it if one meditates on the lord whether a person thinks of the lord even in anger his mind is totally occupied by that particular entity isn't it so if even if a person is angry over the lord he is still involved in thinking about the lord yeah. you see when you have your enemies you keep on thinking i will beat him up i will beat him up what happens your full mind is occupied by that entity and because it is occupied by that entity you get that particular entity in your world and that is the way in which you can be free from like that it is mentioned that if you think about the lord you will be free from all the fears and imminent imminent death the personality of god had replied my dear lord brahma oh great lord born from the lotus flower just as it is dangerous to feed milk to a snake so it is dangerous to give benedictions to demons who are by nature ferocious and jealous i warn you do not give such benedictions to any demon again so the lord also tells him that next time you be better be careful whom you are giving your benedictions to so normally what happens is in our world also we favor certain kind of wrong people some wrong people we favor them we are not supposed to favor the wrong people we have to be very very particular whom we are granting those kind of favors see if a person deserves it then we have to give if a person doesn't deserve we should never give that person something which is very very important so that is what the lord is telling us narad muni continued o king yudhishthir the supreme personality of godhead who is not visible to an ordinary human being spoke in this way instructing lord brahma then being worshiped by brahma the lord disappeared from that place Prahlad Maharaj then worshipped and offered prayers to the demigods. Actually, there is there is a small error over here. Narad Muni continued oking Yudhishthir, and <laughs> that is a small error. It is it cannot be Yudhishthir. So Prahlad Maharaj then worshipped and offered prayers to all the demigods such as Brahma. Shiva and the Prajapatis who are a part of the Lord. Okay, I think I missed one line. Narad Muni continued, "O King Yudhishthir, the supreme personality of Godhead, who is not visible to ordinary human beings, spoke in this way, instructing Lord Brahma, and then being worshipped by Brahma, the Lord disappeared from that place." Prahlad Maharaj then worshipped and offered prayers to all the demigods such as Brahma, Shiva, the Prajapatis, who are all the part of the Lord. Thereafter, along with Shukracharya and other great saints, Lord Brahma, whose seat is in the lotus flower, made Prahlad the king of all the demons and giants in the universe. O King Yudhishthir, after all the demigods headed by Lord Brahma were properly worshipped by Prahlad Maharaj, 
they offered prahlad their utmost benediction and then re- returned to their respective abodes thus the two associates of lord vishnu who had become hiranyakashyap and hiranyaksha and hiranyakashyap the sons of diti were both killed by illusion they had thought that the supreme lord who situated in everyone's heart was their enemy these are the dwarpals the dwarpals of vishnu who have been cursed and they have taken this birth as hiranyaksha and hiranyakashyap now both of them have been killed being cursed by the brahmanas the same two associates took birth again as kumbhakarna and then the ten headed ravana these two rakshasas were killed by lord ramchandra's extraordinary powers then in their second birth they were born as kumbhakarna and ravana they were brothers then after that pierced by the arrow of lord ramchandra both kumbhakarna and ravana lay on the ground and left their bodies fully absorbed in thought of the lord just as they had in their previous birth as hiranyaksha and hiranyakashyap they both took birth again in a human society ashishupal and dantavakra and continued the same enmity towards the lord it is they who merged into the body of the lord in your presence so in the third birth of theirs they were born as shishupal and dantavakra dantavakra is a demon and shishupal is the great enemy of sri krishna he is the one who wanted to marry hmm? rukmini if you remember rukmini's brother rukma wanted to marry her off to shishupal and then krishna comes and kidnaps her that is the story so not only shishupal and dantavakra but many many other kings who acted as enemy of krishna attained salvation at that time of death because they thought of the lord they received spiritual bodies and forms the same as his just as worms captured by a black drone obtain the same type of body as a drone by devotional service pure devotees who incessantly think of the supreme personality of godhead receive bodies similar to his this is known as sarupya mukti all those shishupal dantavakra and the other kings thought of krishna as the enemy they also achieved the same results so devotional aspect towards the lord in whichever form that you can think of whether you are thinking about the lord in a very benevolent way or whether you are thinking about the lord in a very destructive manner as long as you think of the lord even at the time of death that time the lord gives you mukti everything you asked me about how shishupal and others attained salvation although they were inimical have now been explained to you by me in this narration krishna the supreme personality of godhead various expansions of incarnations of the lord has been described and the killing of the two demons hiranyaksha and hiranyakashyap has also been described this narration describes the characteristics of the great and the exalted devotee prahlad maharaj his staunch devotional service his perfect knowledge and his perfect detachment from material contamination it also describes the supreme personality of godhead as a cause of creation maintenance and annihilation prahlad maharaj in his prayers has described the transcendental qualities of the lord and has also described how the various abodes of the demigods and the demons regardless of how materially opulent are destroyed by the mere direction of the lord so in all this we have finally come to this particular point where the entire story has been narrated to you and prahlad maharaj is now free from his father and again another story of shishupal 
Dantavakra, Hiranyaksha, Hiranyakashap, and the third one is Kumbhakarna and Ravana. All these are stories which have been mentioned so far. So, while doing this, we have also understood the qualities of Prahlad, how great a devotee he was. He said that he said that to the Lord, please give release to my father. That is number one. And number two, he says finally at the end of it, since I am your greatest devotee, okay, you always think good about me. So whatever that you think good that I should be doing, I am willing to do that. So that was the learning that we got. And then the Supreme Personality of Godhead has gone away. He's He's been described as the Trinity. Trinity in the sense, He is a creator, the maintainer and the destroyer of this universe. The principle of religion by which one can actually understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead are called Bhagavad Dharma. In this narration, therefore, which deals with this principle, actual transcendence is properly described. So, this is the principle of religion. Religion, basically the method, methodology of attaining Godhood by or regular means, by following a particular pathway. The religion has been made for that purpose, so that we can follow the right path and reach towards God. Now, here what has happened is the principle of religion by which one can actually understand. You can actually understand the Supreme Divine Consciousness, that is Krishna Himself. And that is called the Bhagavad Dharma. One who hears and chants this narration about the omnipotence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Vishnu is certainly liberated from material bondage without fail. Prahlad Maharaj was best among exalted devotees. Anyone who has great attention hears this narration concerning the activities of Prahlad Maharaj, the killing of Hiranyakashyap, and the activities of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Narsimhadev surely reaches the spiritual world where they have no anxiety. So, after listening to this narration, a person normally feels very much attached towards the Divine Lord and feels that he is a devotee of the Divine Lord and that way he feels liberated. Narad Muni continued, My dear Maharaj Yudhishthira, all of you, the Pandavas are extremely fortunate for the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna. Lives in your palace just like a human being. Great saintly persons know this very well and therefore they constantly visit his home. So, what is being told over here? That during the time of Mahabharat, during the time of Mahabharat, Sri Krishna was very much in existence. Yeah. Correct? And because he was very much in existence, it is important to visit the Divine Lord in his residence as well. So, what, why is it so important? See, if you want the Lord to come to your house, yeah. you have to call him, invite him, isn't it? So, that is the time when we do all the puja parts and all those things and then we invite the Lord, please come Lord. But the temple, the temple is a place where the Lord resides in our material world, though we don't know where it is actually. So we have to visit that place more often. If you see this sentence, it sounds very funny because it is telling you to visit the temple. There is no temple there. It is telling you that the Divine Lord stays in your heart and to enter the heart that means to pray inside your heart more often is the most important thing in the world. That means visiting him over there. Again, when you visit over there, you have to be very, very humble. You cannot go over there with arrogance, saying that I will show you. You can't do that kind of a thing. You have to be very, 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 very humble, very loving 
devotional you are supposed to take whatever you are you know all those puja artis and all that i'm sure you have heard of that you know panchaarti what does panchaarti mean you know have you ever thought of this the word panchaarti five senses five senses when we offer the five senses to the lord all the senses have to be offered as an offering in the divine kund that is the sacrificial pit the sacrificial pit is called the heart so you offer all the five senses over there that means what everything that you see you're not supposed to see outside you're supposed to see only the lord with your eyes you're supposed to hear only about the lord with your ears you can smell the lord you know all the tulsi and everything yeah. over there you can smell that you can taste the amrut whatever you know that tirtha that yeah. we get tirtham you that you get and you can feel with your skin the being of the divine lord this is panchaarti when you do the aarti with that five lamps these are the five lamps okay and then they do that one finally they do with one that one is the divine atma that is we have that one inside of us so we have to offer all of this so he says that during the time of the pandavas now i am sure now you know what the pandavas are all about and because the pandavas time krishna was also in existence so you have to pay him a visit the impersonal brahma is krishna himself because krishna is the source of the impersonal brahma he is the origin of the transcendental bliss sought by great saintly persons yet he the supreme person is your most de- dear friend and constant well wisher and is intimately re- related to you as a son of your maternal uncle indeed he is always like your body and soul he is worshipable and yet he acts as your servant and sometimes as your spiritual master so what happens how is the divine lord the divine lord is the master of the para brahma 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 is the unmanifest he is also the unmanifest and in the form of prakriti he brings this manifest world into existence he is the origin of the transcendental bliss sought by great saintly persons every saintly person finally looks towards him yet he is a supreme person and he is also a dear friend and constant well wisher so he is a friend of yours and he is a constant well wisher he always thinks good about you what does he say god bless you and constant well wisher and is intimately related to you as the son of your maternal uncle that means your mother's brother hmm indeed he is always like your bro- body and soul he is always like your body and soul he is worshipable yet he acts like a servant and sometimes like your spiritual master sometimes he will act like a servant he will say a lot of he will do a lot of things for to you as a servant exalted persons like lord shiva and lord brahma could not properly describe the truth of the supreme personality of god at krishna may the lord who is always worshipped as the protector of all the devotees by great saints who observe vows of silence meditation devotional service and renunciation be pleased with us so we have to follow the devotional path and once we follow the devotional path we become a great devotee and even the saints are also the same type so normally what is it that they that they do we follow the path of silence isn't it silence is very very important you know if somebody says you are an idiot what is the mind do the mind wants to fight back 
the mind wants to say you know, oh what do you think of yourself you think i am idiot you are a bigger idiot than me and it goes on back and forth it's like you know ping pong goes on game goes on for a very long time but if you if you are silent what happens silent with the mind not uttering a single word think about it the mind should not say anything the mind should be silent you should not even think that that fellow is an idiot not even think like that please understand the tongue which says these words naturally what is inside is coming out what is inside that person is coming out so only if they this is like a gutter only gutter water will flow from there so why do you want to put your hands in that water if somebody says dirty things to you why do you want to dirty yourself also correct or no so you should never say like that exalted persons like shiva and see nobody understands the divine lord neither shiva nor brahma ji nobody understands only the devotees understand only the devotees have been given the privilege of understanding the lord so what do they do they observe silence meditation meditation means you have to think of god only think of only krishna nobody else devotional service and renunciation renunciation does not mean wearing orange clothes and going to the jungle renunciation means giving up the fruits fruits of action now you have gone and written the examination no why are you bothered about what the results are going to be correct now you look at all these bill gates or you look at these steve jobs and all you think they wrote examinations or what they became great without writing examination so it is not about examination examination is for a middle class fellow who has no bloody knowledge he thinks getting big degrees will grant him you know some very great status but think about all those fellows who have got some very fancy degrees to their name they are working like no like dogs in companies you know that ha huh? and whereas look at our prime minister of india you think he has got some fancy degrees or what no he doesn't have you think you think about all these great people in this world look at all the great scientists or people who have come in this world leaders martin luther king mahatma gandhi you think mahatma gandhi had some mba from somewhere he was a lawyer and he left that and then he became a freedom fighter so on and so forth so it is not necessary it does not matter again if you have studied hard why are you bothered about it you know what i am saying you my grandfather my my great grandfather you know my grandfather rather what happened was he had studied but is jyotish you know jyotish you know yeah, astrologer astrologer told this year is not good for you don't sit for examination so my grandfather never sat for examination at that time my great grandmother and grand great grandfather they were sitting with sai baba sai baba says oh what how is your son doing your son is not writing examination because astrologer said don't write you will fail say sai baba tell them go tell your son stupid fellow he should go and write the examination so he goes and writes okay his mother comes and gives him a solid pasting so he goes and writes okay and after that again the thought still comes in his mind anyway i don't want to sit for practical examination he is doing his mbbs okay doesn't want to sit for practical examination doctor banne ka tha final year why because the astrologer said you are going to fail 
so he is sitting eating food at home think about it at that time one of his college mates who has been sent by one of the prince you know one of the professors comes and asks hey tendulkar what are you doing sitting over here and eating go go and write your examination he says no no i am going to fail he said what do you think my my your teacher only told you know you have passed in that theory exam now go and do your practical go and so he kicks him and tells him to go and write the examination and passes and becomes a doctor so it is like that we should not be stupid we should not think you know why i am going to fail this is going to happen that is going to happen you got what i am saying you should just do what you are supposed to do don't bother right wrong good bad you are you are supposed to just do your jobs without thinking about the results results who knows you see that uh, elections yeah. we thought uh, some party is going to come and somebody else only came yeah. right or wrong so how can you say what results are going to be so we don't even know the results so we just have to go and attempt properly we put our all mind soul everything in it and do and that is called renunciation renouncing the fruit of action okay and be pleased with us my dear king dudhishthir long long ago in history a demon known as maya dana was very expert in technical knowledge reduced the reputation of lord shiva in that situation krishna the supreme personality of godhead saves lord shiva so he was an he was what engineer ah huh? yeah. he was a technical person so he was thinking you know i have to take this thing and i have to throw on god so whether it's going to land properly the projectile you know finally terminal velocity and all he must have calculated before only what says <laughs> so being a technical person maya danav that is his name so does it mean that all engineers are maya danavs or what <laughs> okay okay technologist technologist so all ctos i think <laughs> so he was expert in technical knowledge reduced the reputation of lord shiva how did krishna do it <coughs> lord yudhishthir said for what reason did the demon maya dana vanquish lord shiva's reputation how did lord krishna save lord shiva and expand his reputation again kindly describe this incident so now we are going to do the story of maya dana narad muni said when the demigods who are very powerful by the mercy of lord krishna fought with the asuras the asuras were defeated and therefore they took shelter of maya dana the greatest of the demons maya maya means illusion please understand he can create massive illusions in this world even in our world you know we have got maya dana sitting in our in in our being is called the mind also <laughs> you know where there is nothing the mind can think of 100 things okay what what the mind can think of you, okay like say let's say for example our friend over here is told you know no you are not supposed to go what no disturbance so and chitti will think oh my god i am such a small fellow i come from village what they must be thinking of me all these things is his mind is playing all havoc in his world taka 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 you know like a horse and the person feels oh i must have done some very big mistake what is this i will show them all of them i will become big i will do this i will do that i will also become city or like you know technical fellow 
it is only remember Maya Dano playing cricket in your world. Okay, Africa and India like that. Taka taka. What? So, you don't have to believe in all that. It's all foolishness. Krishna is actually the one who is playing all both the teams by the way. <laughs> so let us see what happens. Maya Dana was a great leader of the demons, prepared three invisible residences and gave them to the demons. These dwellings resembled airplanes made of gold, silver and iron and they contained uncommon paraphernalia. My dear King Yudhishthir, because of the three dwellings, the commanders of the demons remained invisible to the demigods. Taking advantage of this opportunity, the demons, remembering their former enmity, began to vanquish the three worlds, the upper, middle and the lower planetary systems. We'll, we'll come to the final end of it, okay? Don't worry. Uh, the story will be there. Thereafter, when the demons have began to destroy the higher planetary systems, the rulers of those planets went to Lord Shiva. Fully surrendered unto him and said, Dear Lord, we demigods living in the three worlds are about to be vanquished. We are your followers. Kindly save us. The most powerful and the able Lord Shiva reassured them and said, Do not be afraid. He then fixed his arrows off his bows and released them towards the three residences occupied by the demons. The arrows released by Lord Shiva appeared like fiery beams emanating from the sun globe and covered the three trans- residential air- airplanes which could then no longer be seen. Attacked by Lord Shiva's golden arrows, all the demons, demonic inhabitants of these three dwellings lost their lives and fell down. Then the great mystic Mayadana dropped the demons into a nectarian well that he had created. It's a story, so let us listen to it first. Okay? When the dead bodies of the demons came in touch with the nectar, their bodies became invincible to thunderbolts. Endowed with great strength, they got up like lightning, penetrating clouds. Seeing Lord Shiva very much aggrieved and disappointed, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Vishnu, considered how to stop this nuisance created by Mayadana. Then Lord Brahma became a calf and Lord Vishnu a cow. And, and at noon they entered the residence and drank all the nectar in the well. <laughs> okay. So they, the cow and the calf, they drank all the nectar. So all nectar got over. The demons could see the calf and the cow, but because of illusion created by the energy of Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, the demons could not forbid them. The great mystic Maya Dhanav became aware that the calf and the cow were drinking the nectar and he could understand this to be the unseen power of providence. He thus spoke to the demons who were grievously lamenting. Mayadana said, What has been destined by the Supreme Lord for oneself, for others, or for both oneself and others cannot be undone anywhere or by anyone, whether one be a demigod, a demon, a human being, or anyone else. It's a very, very important learning over here. You have to know. Mayadana is telling us the truth. What is he saying? That if something is destined for a person, okay, something is destined for a person, that anyway is going to happen whether somebody likes it or not you can go to temples and tie hundred threads over there you can put hundred narials in front of gods okay you can shave your head also i don't care all right you do anga pradakshanam also what if they do na gad 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 rolling all over the dirty place hmm. and then what else you want to do you want to stand on one leg for what 24 hours 
you don't want to eat for so what 30 days so many things a person does because they do they want destiny not to take place that thing is not supposed to happen what happens whether you like it or not what has to what is already written is anyway going to happen so by doing all these pariharars you think you think you are going to change anything nothing changes mayadanav is telling the truth over here what does he say nobody in this world nobody in this world even if the gods come who are the de- gods over there demigods all these indra vindra and all that including shiva also is a demigod there okay they also can't do anything nobody can go and rewrite your history no what is destined is anyway going to happen so both for oneself and others cannot be undone you cannot go and change the whole thing whether you are a demigod a demon a human being or anyone else narad muni continued there after lord krishna by his own personal potency consisting of religion knowledge renunciation opulence austerity education and activities equipped lord shiva with all the necessary paraphernalia such as a chariot a charioter a flag horse elephants bow a shield and arrows when lord shiva was fully equipped in this way he sat down on the chariot with his arrows and bows to fight the demons so lord krishna please understand you know these are very strange words you have to understand this how does a person describe the divine lord the divine lord is understood by his potency see you cannot see the father in heaven you cannot see krishna you cannot see krishna physically you cannot see him how do you understand he is there he is there by all these things by religion by knowledge renunciation opulence you understand all these words opulence is the glory austerity austere stuff education and activities these are the things that are describing the lord and then he equips shiva with all his weapons and then he gives him one chariot and he says now you can go and fight him seated in this airplane my dear king yudhishthir the most powerful lord shiva joined by the arrows to his bows and at noon he set fire to all the three residences of the demons and thus destroyed them seated in their airplanes in the sky the inhabitants of the higher planetary systems beat many kettle drums the demigods saints pitas siddhas and various great personalities showered flowers on the head of lord shiva wishing him all victory and the apsaras began to chant and dance with great pleasure o king yudhishthir thus lord shiva is known as tripurari tripurari is a person who is all the three worlds hmm? he is a person who can defeat anybody in all the three worlds put together any letter of the three dwellings of the demon because he burned these dwellings to ashes that is why he is called tripurari being worshiped by the demigods headed by brahma lord shiva returned to his own abode then lord krishna appeared as a human being yet he performed many uncommon and wonderful pastimes by his own potency how can i say more about his activities that what has already been said by the great saintly persons everyone can be purified by his activities simply by hearing about them from the right source so this brings us to the end of this chapter and now a little bit of an explanation that is needed you see this story has been asked by yudhishthir 
and Narada is telling him the story. Sometimes, sometimes what happens is we give law uh, people something which is wrong. It's like, think about it. You know, parents, they are very indulgent towards their children. They say, oh, take this money, go enjoy yourself. Sometimes they say those words. They say, oh, take this money, go enjoy yourself. Or, they do something which is absolutely wrong. We are not supposed to do, and they do that. Or the children also, they say, you know, sometimes we have this very funny way of looking at life. What do we do? We go for a party. Uh, In the party, all the friends are saying, come on, come on, you should take little, you should take little. No, 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 I will not take. I I never drunk any, any liquor in my life. No, no, what is going to happen? Nobody will come to know. And after that you can eat chewing gum. After that you can eat pan and something like that. You, nobody will smell you, don't worry. Or you smoke cigarette like that. Nobody will come to know. So what the person does? He says, okay, little I will have. And that little the person has. That little also is indulgence. You have indulged in something. That little thing itself can cause a massive problem. So, when we grant ourselves also, or if others grant somebody else, or somebody is given a position, let us say in a company, you will find that people who, those who are unworthy, all the great bosses of this, you know, the owners of company, what do they do? They give their sons and daughters very big positions in the company. Managing director and all that. Where the person doesn't even have the brains to do. That is indulging them. What happens to such kind of people? They have a fall. So when Shiva grants a particular wish, he doesn't understand that that could cause a lot of problems. So you should never give things to people, those who are not able to handle it. Like yesterday I said, you know, 350 million dollars or something, 350 thousand dollars was given to a person and he couldn't handle it. It's the same thing. If you get so much of money and you cannot handle it, you don't even know how to spend. Where will you go and spend? You don't know. Again, suppose you are given some very nice scent. Okay. Where you are going to wear it? Don't know. Again, if you are given a very fancy suit, Armani jacket, where are you going to wear it? Don't know. Fancy shoes, where are you going to wear it? Like a Ferrari, you have a Ferrari in Bangalore city. Where are you going to drive it? On all those bumpy roads, dung, 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 dung. By the time you go from here to MG road, your, your car is gone for a toss. Right? So you should not, be, a person should only take only that which they can handle, not everything. Now, there is this great demon. What is a demon? Maya. Eh, Maya Dhanam. Now, Maya Dhanam is a demon who controls three invisible worlds by aeroplanes. Technological, he is very, he has got aeroplane like this Apple company is coming up with car, no? And this fellow is coming up with aeroplane. What? There is somebody who sent a rocket up in space, like that. So they are having aeroplanes. 
Now in the aeroplanes there are invisible. It's an invisible aeroplane. Nobody knows where it is. And then everybody goes to Shiva and says, see these Dhanavas, no, they are very dangerous fellows. What are they doing? They are trying to capture us. So you please kill them. So what does he do? He sends one arrow. One arrow he sends and he wants to kill all of them. But do they get killed? No, nothing happens to them. Why? Because they fall into a puddle of magic potion. No? Right? Amrita. So Amrita. When they fall into that Amrita, who has created this? Maya Dhanav has created. Alright? The Maya Dhanav has created this special cauldron where people fall into it. And then a guy and a bachra. What? Guy is who? Vishnu, Krishna. And Bacha is Brahmaji. They come and they drink this whole thing up. And then they give Shiva the weapons and then Shiva kills everybody. Sounds a very fishy tale. You'll wonder what Maya Dana, what three things, what is this magic portion and then why is Krishna going as cow and then there is one calf and then drinking all the thing up. What is all these things? Right or wrong? Maya means what? Illusory world. We create illusions in our world. You know how illusions are created? I'll just give you an example. Now let us say you're becoming M-Tech, no? Now, before you became M-Tech, yes, yes, Brito is laughing. <laughs> example is very, very strong. Before he became M-Tech, he already had dreams, fantastic dreams. Dreams is, I am going to become this and I am going to become that and that is going to happen and that is going to happen. What? Yes or no? Everybody has dreams. And then you think, you know, that because of this, I am going to get that. So these are called dreams. They are created by illusion. And what kind of illusion? We look at people around us and think that we are becoming somebody great. Do you know the one person who sent you over here? Okay? He is highly educated than you are. But what is he doing over there? He is a teacher. So even after getting such fancy qualifications, a person is just a teacher. He is more intelligent than you. You know that, no? Right or wrong? There are more intelligent people than you and they are still in a very, very small position. But the dreams which everybody has, dreams, Maya, we dreams, is I want to do, grow to this level and I want to grow to that level. You think your parents never had dreams or what? They also must have thought, I am going to do this and I am going to do that and that and that. And today, after many years of life, they are still struggling. Right? Struggling. You think they never had dreams? Everybody has dreams. Right? So these are the dreams which everybody has and these are the creations of Maya. Maya creates dreams. And Maya says to you, don't worry, you will succeed where others have not succeeded. Okay? It gives you false sense of understanding. It tells you, that you will become somebody very great in this world. 
right for that reason what gets what happens all the gods are scared of you isn't it the gods are scared of you the earthly people are scared of you the whole three worlds are scared of you why because your dreams have started creating big 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 big, big aircrafts aircraft which are invisible they are not visible aircraft they are invisible aircrafts aspirations big ego big fancy stuff i will show this world invisible things there hmm shiva is the word of shiva means who shiva is also the one who controls the destruction so many a times shiva comes in the form of destruction and he punctures your dreams punctures your dreams means what suddenly one tufan will come vijagapatnam something happens correct right and then what happens your dreams are shattered 20 days you are sitting in your village no electricity you don't know what you are supposed to do shiva has sent one arrows like that but your dreams again become strong why because you have fallen that demon fellow maya no he has put you in one vessel which is immortal vessel you have drunk the that particular thing so you again get up i will show this world again so what is the big deal i can rise from the ashes it's not about not dreaming it's having dreams without any without any absolute idea that it's going to fructify first you should know that plan is very important planning is extremely important having dreams is not important planning is extremely important planning to go ahead in your world is very very important executing the plan in a perfect way but do you know where you are going to go no but you can plan no i can say i want to go to mars okay i can say i can plan for that but do you think i'll reach mars i don't know right no so it's the same thing but i can definitely plan i can build an aircraft i can build that space craft and so many things i can plan nobody god has never stopped you from planning he has not stopped you from planning he has only told you you can plan you can perfectly you know when you are doing your studies you should study very 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 hard he has never said don't study hard he said put your efforts study very hard isn't that what he said but if you are thinking that i am going to score 95% marks or something like that sorry boss that i that i cannot guarantee no guarantee at all hmm instead of getting a plus you will get c plus what <laughs> no <laughs> nobody knows that suddenly when you are about to go for your examination one big rainfall will come and the no bus is there now what to do you don't know but planning is something which you can do no so planning is a must so what shiva what shiva should have done is shiva should have planned first and foremost you have to think of krishna what krishna is the person who, who holds the whole world in his small finger you know that no so what you need to do is you need to have faith in the lord okay and what kind of faith in the form of religion the lord is described in all those various forms isn't it yeah. 
religion means always go on the right path right path you know righteousness everything has to be good you are not supposed to go and copy you are not supposed to go and pay money for getting the paper people pay money to get the paper no should not do that you should not go and muscify the teacher and say gah give me good marks i will do practicals over here give me good marks sir nothing like that. you are not supposed to go and do that you are supposed to study hard focus on this so that is religion austerity you have to be austere you should not go there now think about it no how people go for examination they will buy best ball pen in the world they will make all the pencil they will buy the best pencil in the world you know for drawing the diagrams and all that you think by buying the best pencil you will get more marks is it no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can take one small chitta pencil also does not matter so austere you got to be austere be simple you don't have to be something like a great fellow over there go very simply dressed very simply don't you don't have to think you know that okay okay and before going don't put one nariyal in front of god boom like that you see if, if i get good rank then don't go bribing him yeah. no bribing you bribe yourself by doing good studies knowledge he says knowledge is important you should know your subjects very well so studying hard is a must see understand all these words are there describing krishna Huh? Education, he says. Education is a must. Okay, devotion. These are aspects of the Lord. You have to be very focused in that. Then you go for the examination, thoroughly prepared, and just go and write the paper nicely. Don't think what is going to happen. Don't look at the watch. Automatically, the time will come to an end. Don't worry. Any which way your focus is only the studies, isn't it? So this is what he tells Shiva. Don't worry about anything. You just do what I have told you to do. All those qualities describing the Lord, isn't it? Yes. So you do those things, and then he says, "See, now I have given you weapons. What weapons he has given Shiva? Nice bows and arrows, golden bows and arrows. The arrows and bows are perfect, and they are given by the Lord only." it destroys what does it destroy the three illusory kingdoms three kingdoms means what three aeroplanes means what the first aeroplane which is covering the gods second is the earth and the third is the demon king the the three kingdoms okay demon kingdom all the wrong stuff they tell you to do don't worry little bit copying will not be a problem see everybody is copying you can also copy go open the book and write you see everybody is writing from the book no they have kept it down somewhere and the professor is also not interested he is he is playing with his uh, you know mobile he is doing uh, sms to his girlfriends and all that whatsapp professor professor means that fellow examiner examiner is as good as you only i mean you have also been examiner and you know what you are doing no <laughs> by the way these two guys were also examiners <laughs> <laughs> so you know what you are doing like that those fellows are also doing so everybody is copying no krishna says very clearly you don't have to do all that be sincere do things in a perfect way don't worry what's going to happen and what's not going to happen 
I'll tell you when I was very young in my SSC, that um, you know your 10th standard, my 11th standard examination. What happened was, one day before the paper, you know, one day before, the paper was leaked out. Okay, the whole school came to know about it, and we had two subjects. One was called elementary mathematics, and one was called higher mathematics. Now there were only four students for higher mathematics and there were uh, some 250 students for elementary mathematics because elementary mathematics is elementary anybody can do so that paper of elementary mathematics was leaked okay and they came to me because i was a prime minister of the school and all that so and i used to teach these elementary students so they came to me and they said you know please can you solve this paper for us so i went to school in the evening the next day was the paper and i solved the full paper on the board in big hall huh? i opened the hall i sat down over there and i solved all the paper and i gave it to them they said if this is how the sums are going to be this is how easy answers are so i solved the whole paper and i gave to them these fellows what they did is they copied the whole thing down <laughs> and next day they went and wrote the same thing the board came to know about it <laughs> that it is, this paper was leaked you will not believe all the students were given 35 marks <laughs> every student in the whole i mean even those who were expecting to fail were also given 35 marks and those who were expecting 100 out of 100 also got 35 marks <laughs> so what was the point in getting the paper and writing 100 upon 100 it's a wrong thing that you are doing so never do that you got what i am saying so you have to follow what is called the path of dharma many a times we don't want to follow the path of dharma because other fellows are going so we will also do yesterday at the signal what happened Yeah. 100 rupees fine yeah. happened <laughs> breaking signal 100 rupees fine ping right. like that so Ching. don't do like that okay so you have to be very careful follow the righteous path so when shiva uses the arrow or the weapons given by the lord that means that which you have been given by the divine lord use them and he is able to destroy the three worlds okay these three aeroplanes now we come to another small part that small part is what the cow uh, if i got the cow yeah. the cow and her calf yeah. the cow and the calf goes and drinks all the amrita what does that mean see in our material world you know what happens we dream 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 and our dreams you know they are always given rebirth why because we keep on drinking this amrita our mind always keeps on telling it don't worry you go ahead do it don't worry go ahead do it means one failure with one girl does not matter another girl is also there another good thing will happen yeah that is what happens no so you you keep on thinking yeah, i am capable look look at my six packs <laughs> okay i'm thinking that six packs are going to give you another girlfriend no girlfriend more nothing like that happens in this world sir what happens krishna <laughs> krishna and brahma ji is there they are all you remember krishna is the father of brahma no yeah. so what they do 
they drink all this liquid what is that liquid immortality this is called devotion and this is called religious services brahma is known as the father of religion brahma is known as the father of religion and the lord is known as the devotional aspect so when both these things come together no think about it now you have taken one paper little paper you have folded and taken okay that krishna is very smart fellow he is going to sit on top of you and say what are you doing and brahma ji will say no 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 <laughs> don't take out that paper what isn't that what happens it's called conscience conscience will sit on top of your head and it will tell you don't do this you understand na no? this is this is how the lord works he doesn't even allow you to do you try opening it will not open only right correct or no at that point in time nothing will work if you are following the spiritual path and that is how you can defeat this demon called maya which is illusion illusion in this world all dream all nonsense dreams you can defeat this entire illusion in this world and that way krishna teaches you how to get rid of this evil from this world okay so we'll stop over here for today <laughs>